Today was another fun show. We had someone call in who needed some advice about being in a bilingual family. And you stepped right up. It was fun to talk about that. Also, Alien Andy joined the show. Man, it's been a while since he talked to us. A round of The Feud. It was a fun show today, I'm telling you, man. We're, we're, we may be figuring this out. Hey, and if you like the Country Quick Mix today, you can check it out. Go to our Facebook page. I posted a link there. Just want to throw that in. Get it in there. But here's the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Alien Andy has been abducted by aliens many, many times, and we believe him. Yes. And every once in a while, he'll call the show and tell us about his latest abduction, and apparently he's been abducted again. When he goes up, he comes on. <laughs> so, Alien Andy, what's going on? And we do have your voice changed, just to let you know. Thankfully. We haven't talked to you in a long time, buddy. What, what, what you been up to? What brings you to the show? It was a while since the last time I was taken up, and I was taken back up, which was good. I was worried about my friends. Apparently, they had been dealing with numerous issues, on the intergalactic scene and they were unable to get to our quadrant but they finally did come through and spoke with me and we had a nice meetup and i figured i would keep you guys updated of all the things that have been going on with them okay well let's let's get some updates what's going on the first thing i actually did a little more questions to them usually it's been very personable things for me Um, If they've ever had a message, I've passed it on. But I know in the last couple of times, you guys have seemed to want more questions asked. I did ask them if they had been here long ago, if there are any sort of signs of life here on Earth, or were humans the first people here? All right, and what was their answer? Aliens were here. The actual, the pyramids were left here by an alien race long ago, almost as like a prank. Uh, It was a bit of a joke that they left them here. They believed that if they left it here, if this planet became inhabitable, or if this planet became populated by someone or something, those would kind of freak people out. And it's true. It was aliens jumping from continent to continent you there are some in south america there have been some obviously in the egypt area and they described it pretty much as a teenager alien showing up leaving graffiti and then leaving our planet that's a big practical joke they actually thought it was quite hilarious and apparently this is quite common on other planets and other solar systems that they will go there and leave their mark. And it's almost a claiming of that planet. So the pyramids were actually almost a tag, if you will, of the planet. Wow, I didn't expect you to get that kind of information. And the pyramids have always interested me. Oh, wow, you're always down a YouTube wormhole. Because <laughs> they're all over the place. Is that why Kelly's always telling me that there's pyramids on Mars and things? I can ask them the next time they pick me up, but I guess that would track. Maybe they just kind of came through and jumped from planet to planet because they told me that it doesn't take them long at all to build that kind of stuff. Holy moly. Well, what else have they, what other information did they give you? The other question I asked is how many aliens are on Earth at a time? Apparently, we actually have a few aliens on the Earth, and they they said few, so I don't know if that is four or if that's four million. I don't know what a few is to them. They did tell me, though, 
that one of the big stars in Hollywood is actually an alien. Oh, wow. Okay, really? Did they tell you which one? They would not. I asked a couple of times, but apparently it would violate some sort of code between them of hiding and almost not as a spy, because they said like this alien race that this this specific person in Hollywood is, is a very peaceful alien, hence why they have allowed them to stay on this planet, because obviously, apparently, those aliens coexist with each other and are okay, so they've allowed this person to be here, and says, they guaranteed that I have seen at least four movies of this person, so apparently they're a pretty big star. It's like the movie Men in Black is more of a documentary than we thought. That was kind of my thinking, and I, I, I kind of asked that, and they said no, they would never have a multitude of aliens on the planet at once because then it could be considered somewhat of an invasion. But there's certain ones that apparently come and go, uh, different races and things like that, that they're okay with. And they said, trust us, they are nev- we are in never in any sort of danger because they overlook everything, which made me feel good. Well, I mean, it'd be nice that our overlords are, you know, feeling good about things. Well, do they have any sort of uh, Christmas message for us? Obviously, they don't celebrate Christmas like we do, but they they understand that we do celebrate it. And they they wanted me to pass on uh, holiday greetings to you and Wood and uh, make sure that you guys knew that they've got our back. And That's surprising to me because I thought Jesus was universal. I didn't know he was just an earth thing. I don't know if he really branched out, but yeah, I think that's more of an us thing, which is good. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll keep Jesus all to myself. That's fine. Alien Andy, man, what a ride it always is, huh? (laughs) It is. Don't be a stranger, man. Keep in touch and have happy holidays. If things change, I will always check in, and from them and myself, salutations and happy holidays. Kelly and Wood. So the fact that my wife is Hispanic is about to come in handy, Wood. Mm-hmm. So you've been texting with this person this morning, said they had an awkward Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and that maybe I could be of some help? Yeah, and it has nothing to do with the awkwardness, believe it or not. <laughs> All right, well, what's going on? Yeah, so I went with him to their house for Thanksgiving, and it was the first time that I was meeting, like, everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. And what I didn't know is that they exclusively speak Spanish. Like everybody and or 60? Like everybody. Oh, gosh. And, like, and when he's with them, you know, he's then also speaking Spanish. And I, I don't speak Spanish. Right. Um, and so, like, I, you know, it was, it was awkward in the sense of, like, are they talking about me? Are they not talking <laughs> about me? And, like, I know that, like, Kelly has some experience with this. So, I like... Is this the is this the norm? Like, is this going to happen from your experience? Like, at, at all the family functions, do I need to learn Spanish? Like, I'm going to be with this guy long term. So, Dios mio. <laughs> first of all, congrats. Yeah, you that's know? awesome. You're meeting the, yeah, and meeting the family. Now, may may I get some clarifying questions here? And I'm gonna you, would you know I get nervous anytime we talk about anything. Bigly, are you uh, are you of the Caucasian persuasion? I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've been in your exact shoes in this exact same position. Now, a lot of my wife's family speaks English and Spanish, but there are members who only speak Spanish. Her grandmother only spoke Spanish. The uncle that you oddly hang out with a lot. 
I love this Spanish. guy. And I don't know. We've never had one real conversation. No, you guys do a lot of nodding. That's probably why we like each other so much. <laughs> we haven't ruined it with conversation. But, uh, I, you know, I've all, my, I always ask my wife this. I was like, how often are they saying bad things about me? You know, you a lot probably, but there, but honestly, there's yeah. there's certain words that you listen for. Blanco Diablo. See, <laughs> yeah, see. Si, si. yeah, yeah. What are uh, those words? Bueno. Uh, yeah. <laughs> those. Yeah, I wouldn't say you have to learn the whole language, but wor- learn the words that are derogatory towards the Caucasian persuasion. Now, it's interesting you would say that because that makes sense. I would go. On th- I think it would be actually kind of a cool thing if you tried to learn some Spanish. Yeah, but I'm saying if you don't have the time. I mean, it's an entire language, and you know who's got that kind of time. Yeah, that's what I wanted to clarify. When I said they exclusively speak Spanish, I'm, I should have said they exclusively spoke Spanish, meaning many of them do speak English, but none of them spoke English while I was there. Oh, yeah. But like when they get around each other, it's a Spanish. Like if you were in, like, yeah. I don't know, Spain, you'd probably speak Spanish, but when you come back home, boom. Yeah. Okay, then I, this, yeah. this, I would, man, we are kindred spirits here. <laughs> <laughs> because that is exact. All my wife's family lives in Houston, and that's obviously a very heavy Hispanic area. And you can get you can get through life speaking Spanish there. You don't have to know how to speak English to live in Houston. But mm-hmm. so when they would all get together, the same thing. They would all speak Spanish to one another. But here's what will happen: either your boyfriend or you will start to get some allies in the family. And you can come okay. right out and say, like, oh, what is he saying? A translator, if you will. Right. You'll get there because it probably feels disrespectful now. I used to feel disrespect like when I, my, my wife's grandmother would say things, and I always felt disrespectful because she was like the matriarch of the family. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be like, what the hell did she just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> was it good? Was it bad? <laughs> you, will, you, will, you will get allies in the family that will start to help you with the language barrier. I uh, my I made a joke and I was like, "You guys aren't talking about me, are you?" You know, right. like they laugh. You know, they laughed. They knew what I was saying, but oh yeah, and like now my, we are. <laughs> my old joke too is my old joke too is if I, they were asking me a question or something and I didn't answer, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm just listening for my name." Like I, if I hear my name, then I know you're saying something about me. Oh, that's funny. But you got you are so lucky. Like you got such good food coming your way and. Oh, it was the best. It was that, one of the best Thanksgiving meals I've ever had. I miss my wife's family so much. I miss that closeness that they had, the welcoming feeling that I would get from them. Oh, I miss them so much. Now, I, oh, can, yeah, they're, they, they're wonderful people. They seem like wonderful oh, people. Man. I was just like, I, from an expectation standpoint, like he didn't prepare me. Right. And <laughs> just because he's so used to it. He's yeah, so right. used to it. You know right. what I mean? Yep. Now can I, but it sounds like everything else other than the language barrier was really good. It was a, a good first experience with the family. It was a great first experience. You'll do great. Yeah, yeah you'll, just you'll be just fine. Like there was just a lot of silence on my end because I didn't <laughs> yeah. know what everybody was talking about. I, it's super awkward, and I used to, I, for the first, like, two years, I hated going to get-togethers with my wife's family for that reason, because then I would just sit there, and then I felt like I looked rude. It, you just had to, here's the other thing that I would say to you. It's not like if you were with your family and he only spoke Spanish, you'd be sitting there talking smack about him, right? Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. So they're not, it, it's true. You, you worry about it, but they're not talking smack about you. No. Yeah, well, thank you for taking my call. And, and ask your boyfriend some Spanish words. Like, what, what are some words that your family would be impressed if I knew? <laughs> I will. I, like, pulled out my phone and I was, like, typing, typing and stuff, like, Google Translate, like, to try and catch words. <laughs> That's how me and my wife's uncle talk. I know library, shoes, and meatball. All you need. What else do I need? <laughs> right. You know, I got shoes, I know where the library is, and I can eat. <laughs> Just got to pee your pants if you have to go to the bathroom. Abuela zapatos. <laughs> right. <laughs>
That would be grandma's shoes. Mind your business. A bondigas. It's a bondigas. That's meatball. I just walked around until I found the toilet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that is awesome. I'm so happy for you. That's so cool. And thank you for calling in. And thank you for knowing enough about the show that you knew I was in the same shoes. And thanks for making Kelly all nervous about talking about race. <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. This one interested me. Because I always think, you never really think about some of these sayings that we say all the time. And it's like, why do we say that? Do you know why we tell someone to hold your... When you tell someone to hold your horses? Ease up. Why would you say that, though? I would assume because... Settle down. Relax. Hold on. We're not getting... We're not letting the ponies out just yet. Apparently, they said that because you're telling someone to be stable. Hold your horses. Uh, All right. You're not buying that one. I'm not buying that one. That one doesn't sound right. Okay. Well, I got another one here for you. Are you ready for this next one? Come on. When an actor... Instead of saying good luck to an actor... You say, break a leg. Right. Why do you say that? I don't know. Because you want them to be in the cast. No. You're already in the cast. You already made it. You're not buying these? No, this, honest to God, sounds like something they're just making up as they go. And I fell for it hook, line, and sinker, didn't I? It seems that way. I was like, oh, that's awesome. This is is maybe it's just me material. Oh. Okay. Well, that's all I have for you. Oh, those are the only two? Well, those are the two that I found most interesting, but I guess you don't really at all. It just, it seems like people... Like they made that up? Right. Like, oh, this makes so... Oh, this could be... Nah. Because it just happens to kind of go together? To me, I mean, hold your horses. Doesn't it make more sense that, hey, back in the day, you had horses and everything. Like they were wild and you had to hold them stable? Right. Let's all just relax here before we get going. That could be. That's what I would take it as. I'm dumb sometimes, Wood. And I fall for things that I read on the internet. You're dumb more than sometimes, buddy. No, just usually during this segment, it usually really rears its ugly head. Well, this is when it's definitely more front and center. I was worried about this one today, too. Because mm-hmm. even the more I thought about it as we were about to go on the air, I was like, maybe this isn't true. Because you're in the cast already. Right. You know what I mean, again, again? <laughs> like, that makes sense. My uh, computer just froze up here, Wood. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is really bad, actually, what just happened over here. Like, I don't know if I can get out of this segment. Oh, God. <laughs> is everyone with ears is weeping? The computer just totally froze up on me over here. Let me see. Uh, Crap. Yeah, that's all white. This is like when we normally need to do, like, a full system reboot. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a quick mix to play or anything like that. Oh, my gosh. The computer is, like, crashing before my very eyes. Mm-hmm. They didn't go blue screen. Blue screen's like the bad screen, right? Uh, okay, we're going to get our engineer on the phone here. And I'm not just doing this because I did a terrible, maybe it's just me. Right. I'm doing it because this is what's happening. This is no bueno. I'm going to have to pull up a quick mix or something, Wood. Mm-hmm. Because we got, we're, otherwise we're going radio dark here in a second. And that's not good. No, it's not. It's so, better than this. Luck, luck, <laughs> lucky everyone gets a bonus quick mix this morning. I'm just going to grab one from the past here. Okay. I can do it quickly. Mm-hmm. Sure or not, this is just a reason for you to play another quick mix? So, in the cast, you say? In the cast. This thing could not be taking longer to load right now. What are some sayings you like, Wood? I don't know. (laughs) That you know the origin. (laughs) (laughs) I was just telling you, too. I was like, man, today's show was so fun. Mm -hmm. And then you fumbled the bag. And then literally the computer crashed. It was so bad in the last few seconds. Mm -hmm. Just waiting for this quick mix to load. (laughs) 
feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man, it sure is. Wood's now going to give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, and we're going to put it up on that trashy scale. Ready? Two. North Carolina, my friend. North Kakalaka. Oh, my. Well, that's where we have ourselves a young lady. Her name's Zipporah Abraham. Pretty name. Very. 38 years old. But the problem is Zipporah, a little bit of a troublemaker. In fact, her local Walmart knows her by name and sights. And not just because she's a regular there? No. That's because she has had numerous issues in the past with... Not only employees, but more more specifically, the loss prevention officer. If you don't know what that is, that's the Walmart cop. I think everyone knows what loss prevention is. Well, thank you very much. Well, Zipporah walked into her Walmart. And as you can imagine, when she walks in, get eyes on her, all right? High alert. High alert. Well, sure enough, officers were watching on CCT video when they noticed that she was concealing several items in a storage bin. CC is closed circuit television. Thank you very much. Well, she went ahead, put all this stuff in the storage bin, locked down the top, and then fled the store. Well, the loss prevention officer was ready to go and stopped her, and that is when... The first brouhaha began. Here we go. Officers were called to the scene, and when authorities got there, sure enough, they popped open the storage bin to find a plethora of items totaling in at $864.77. Jeez. Couple TVs in there or what? Well, the officer said, all right, we're also going to go ahead and, you know, give you a quick search here, Zipporah. And when they did that, they found two $100 bills inside of her purse. The problem was they were counterfeit. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Well, Zipporah was in all sorts of trouble at this point in time. And one of the police officers said, hey, you want to go ahead and take your jewelry off? Because I'm giving you a new bracelet. <laughs> it's matching, and it goes on the other wrist as well. But the 38-year-old Zipporah wasn't going quietly. That's when she quickly reached out, striking like a snake, grabbing the $200 bills, and eating it. <laughs> That's when she told the officers, hey, you have no evidence. You can't arrest me. They said, well, yeah, we, we saw it. And also, you right. stole this other stuff. <laughs> and sooner or later... Yes. Believe it or not, her little snack didn't get her out of trouble. (laughs) She was arrested and taken to jail. We need to pray for her. You got to imagine that officer's like, oh, gross. It's in her mouth. I'm going to just sit there and let her eat it. I'm not getting paid enough. Yeah, go ahead. Swallow it. Let's see how that goes. Can I taser? No? All right. Paper cut in your esophagus? All right. Come on. Let's give it a score, shall we? Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that they know you at, at Walmart not for good reasons. Strategy. Big time. 175 points on that right there. Um, the fact that, how about the fact you've committed multiple crimes at a Walmart and you keep going back to do it? Is that the same thing? That's what I was wondering. Like, okay. hey, you don't have a target in town? It's, it's no kinda, offense to the good people. No, not at all, but I'm saying, you know, yeah. spread the wealth a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Um, so since that's kind of the same thing, I'm only going to give that 125. Okay. Um, and then we have, uh, so she stole things and put them in a storage bin? She put everything in the storage bin and then tried to run out of the store. Okay. With goods inside of storage bin. You know what that is? Trashy. Trashy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that another 175 points right there. Whoops, that's not the right number. Okay, oh. there we go. 
Uh, and then we have, uh, what's the next thing? I'm sorry. I, well, she got into a little battle with the loss prevention officer on her way out. There you go. That's going to get you another 150 points right there. Um, having having counterfeit money on you. Trashy. Trashy. I knew you were going to say that. I'm going to get that 150. No, I'm going to get that 125 points. Mm-hmm. And then we have, because I'm going to do this now, trying to eat the evidence. Well, according to reports, she did eat it. Okay. Yeah, she choked her down. Eating the evidence. It's 175 points. You know why? It's gross. It's trashy. Mm-hmm. And then think we, how many people touched that? Like, <laughs> and then she was arrested that 75. Mm-hmm. What am I missing here, Wood? I think that's it. Can I tell you something? No. Yeah. By no. The, by the skin of our teeth, it happened with this story today. Maybe I scored it too high. I don't know. I am shocked and dismayed. I kind of lost track of the score, but when we crack a thousand points, that it's always a celebration. <laughs> What'd you say? That makes more sense. What, did I overscored? Yeah, that you added wrong. Well, my bad. Hey. You know, you're go ahead and take this part of it over. Nonsense. You do great. This is this is the one time I get to shine during the show is when I get the calculator out for the trash flash. Shine bright, you little diamond. And I will tell you that today we did it. So call in the intern house Hi-ya! band because we cracked a thousand. We didn't do it by much, but we did it today. Our woman eating hundred dollar bills at the Walmart earns herself an even one thousand points. Trashy. Wake up, y'all. With Kelly and Wood in the morning. Helps start my day. Just puts me in a good mood in the morning. Puts me in a great mood. Kelly and Wood live every morning. All right, Brian Riley, what is today's question in the feud? What are the top-selling Christmas toys of the 90s? Okay. All right. That's what we... uh, What's up? Go ahead. That's what we have (laughs) up in this round of The The Feud! So I just want to clarify something. So this is going to be the top gift of each year. So it's going to be the top gift of the 90s, 91, 92. So there's nine, ten total answers. This is a tough one. But the top gift of each year. I'm trying to remember back. All right. All right. So you guys think you're ready? Are they very specific toys? Yeah, I will. If I need you to be more specific, I will tell you to be more specific. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Oh, I lost last week. Kelly, you lost. So you go first. I will go first. Um, Boy, this is a tough one, Brian Riley. I'm going to say... One of the top-selling gifts of the 90s was the Nintendo. I was the number one thing on my list. Well, I was at the 80s. I was, I was about to say, I'm not going to say anything here. Yeah. It's wrong. Oh. Not, on the list. not on the list. If you watch the movie 8-Bit Christmas, it came out in like 85, 86, yeah. something like that. I was way off. I was not even off by four years. Maybe six. But... Can I get that question again, please? Uh, all right. We asked nobody, but what are the top-selling gifts of the 90s? So... Uh, it's interesting because Kelly, I had Nintendo on my list, but then I crossed it out and I wrote Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, Ooh, Super Nintendo, not on the list. Oh, not on not? the list because it wasn't the top selling <laughs> gift of the year. I don't know. This is gonna be over quick, man. Right. It's, such a, it's such a wide variety of things, and mm-hmm. I wasn't buying gifts for kids back in the '90s, so I don't really know. Were you asking for gifts in the '90s? Yeah, but I knew I wasn't going to get anything that was cool. Well, just think, yeah, but think Ooh. about the stuff you did put on the list that you didn't get that you really I never wanted. I once made a Christmas list. Okay, really? this is the saddest Christmas well, feud of all oh, time. I'm sorry for keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. <laughs> Weep inside here for a moment. Okay. Okay, uh, well, uh, both of you have a strike, by the way. Top Christmas gifts of the 90s, the top one for each year, 90 through 99. 
I want to say this. I, I have a feeling this is an X. I, this might have been 2000. Should we do three strikes today just uh, because? This list feeling quite erroneous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's this close to being erroneous. It's not erroneous. I'm going to say, because I remember people going nuts for, oh, Tickle Me Elmo. Dang it, I had it on my list. 1996. That's good. Yeah. 1996. I remember people getting beat up over Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah. That's great. You know what that movie, uh, the movie Jingle All the Way? Jingle All the Way. I'm pretty sure it was based off of that. Oh, absolutely. Because of the, the fighting that Arnold Schwarzenegger did in Minnesota. Yeah. That was awesome. I was all in on that. All right, Wood. All right, one on, strike Wood. against you. What are the top gifts of the 90s? 1996 off the board. I don't know if this was the late 90s or early 2000s. But I remember this gift was a big deal for a hot minute. Okay. And the fact that Brian Drawley just went, oof, <laughs> makes me not think so. What? Well, no, I'm just saying. What the hell? I'm going to roll the dice. Remember Furbies? Dang it, I was going to say that one next. Furbies were a big deal there, man. Top gift of 98. Top gift of 98. Oh, dang it, I was going to say Furby. Big boy's hot. By the way, eight left still on the board. Golly, what was big back then? We have the top gifts of 96, Tickle Me Elmo. 98 was the Furby. Okay. One strike against each of you, Kelly. By the way, this is from geeksoup.co.uk. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you know it's official. Yeah, Yeah, so it's a real site. site. Always on that site. Yep, it's one of my Um, favorites. Jeez, I don't know. Gifts of the 90s. I'm going to say, I know this is an X, but it's like the only toy I can think of that was a big deal. What about, wait a second. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. The wheels are churning. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite part is when he's going to say the answer, and he's going to talk himself out of it, and that's going to be the right answer. <laughs> okay, we did We did Nintendo, yep. Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. What about Nintendo 64? Wow, that's a very good guess. Not on the list. But it's not on the list. It's not on the list. I actually had it down on mine, but I got scared off the video games. There, was, there say, is two video games on the list. Can I guess one that I had? Was the Tamagotchi? Was that? I had that zone? down. 1997. Damn it! <laughs> 97. Damn you do it. it every single week, Kelly. Erroneous! Every single week. 97, the Tamagotchi was on the list. Dang it, I was going to say Tamagotchi. Now, um, the one that I had down here, but I, it, but it's not really a toy. Yep. But I knew it was a hot item for a minute. Starter jackets. Oh, yeah, that was big. That was big, but not on the list. No. Uh, I also just had Legos. I don't think they were uh, too, big in the 90s, too, though. Too vague and not on the list either. Okay. So. I, honestly, I'm going to say these things, and you guys are going to go, oh, every single one. Okay. I guarantee it. Do you, do you have any more guesses? I, the, I, I can't. I was tapped out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the other, oh, wait, I, the, remember the big Nerf rocket launcher? Or not Nerf uh, rocket launcher. Nintendo rocket launcher. Oh, yeah. Is Super Soaker Guns one of them? Not one of Super them on the Soaker? list. That's another great gift, but not on the list. All right. All right. You ready for it? Yeah. So these are the top gifts of the 90s, back starting in 1990. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. Number one okay. in 90. 91, the Game Boy. Oh, I the original, the original, the original Game Boy. I thought one of you guys were going to get that it, one. I didn't even think of the Game Boy. I never I, had one. I thought the Game Boys came out. I thought it came out like 1988. That's Dang why it. I didn't. Because I had Game Boy slash Nintendo slash SENS. Yeah. So you were you right. right in there. Right, right in there. Everyone take it easy. Uh, 92, which I don't know what this is. Someone might have to text in. Tracy Island. I, it, it looks like it's like a secret lair where people land their jets and things. I've never heard it's never from the Thunderbirds it. or something. No. I've never heard of it. Uh, number from 93, the talk boy, the thing that oh, Kevin McAllister yeah. used in Home, to- Alone, in Home Alone. Dang it. Yes, exactly. That was on the list. Uh, 94 was Power Ranger toys. Okay. I had a bunch of those. I had a ton of them. Uh, Pogs in 95. Oh, man. Pogs in 95. Get your slammers out. <laughs> 96 was Tickle Me Elmo. 97 was Tamagotchi, 98 was Furby, and 1999 was on my list, 
Pokemon Game Boy games. The original red and the blue. I didn't know if Pokemon was out then. I kind of thought about that. That was that was like the. Th- I remember my brother got the blue one. I got the red one, and it was the greatest day of holidays well, ever. This is stuck a, around. This is a fun trip down memory lane, man. Well, and wait, wait, was this it erroneous? Went from erroneous to quality. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, it was just hard to think of. But you know what? I'll take this loss and I'll wear it with pride. I always do. And Wood wins today in another round of the, the Feud. Kelly and Wood. I got a flat tire yesterday. We talked about that in our bonus track, which is our first break of the morning. We tack it on the end of the podcast here. And, uh, yeah, we talked about that. Plus, you know, the birthdays, I got to get better. I was all over the place this week. (laughs) Definitely. All right. It is our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track, and we tack it on the end of the podcast because it's a long one. Kelly and Wood. Now, this is a little inside baseball, but... I, I got to have this conversation on the air. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're just, you know, we're just not playing a song today. Oh, just, we it's the, well, now we're going to be in trouble with our consultant, mm-hmm. and that's the way that one goes. It's still muzzle loader on and bow hunting. Oh, muzzle loader like a musket? Is it they're talking about for hunting? I don't know. Muzzle loader doesn't that mean that's like a musket? I think where you're like pouring in the sand yeah. and battering it down. So here's a little story for you: the 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 one and only gun that I own mm-hmm. is a single shot rifle, a 22 that I got from a a friend of my dad's. Right? Okay. And this guy had a cabin where we would go down. I went a couple of times, and all we would do is shoot guns all day long. I think it was like near New Ulm, Minnesota, somewhere. I don't even remember. I was so young, I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. And I remember he had a muzzle loader, and it was so cool. To watch him like pour in the gunpowder, you know, but it was such a process. I mean, you're talking about three minutes. Right. And then, all right, here we go again. And, then, yeah. <laughs> and to think that that's what they used to use, but I bet those dudes were quick with it. You know? Well, I mean, as quick as you could be. Right. Muzzle loaders, black powder, use a great big, right. So yeah, it's like a, it's like a. I watch like those videos where like they reenact, you know, like the revolutionary war and stuff like the, when they used to fight with those kind of weapons. Right. I'll be real with you. I'd be a one-shot guy. Right. I mean, A... Then, then you would just fake dead. Well, no, because then I'd start stabbing, <laughs> right? Like, you, you would be also like the well, bayonets. This is a... Here's a little history lesson for you. I think the way it used to go is they would... That's why they would, like, march in lines. Like, the first people would shoot. Mm-hmm. Then they would take a knee so that they could start to reload. The next line would shoot and so on and so on. And then on they and rotate, so right. Right. I'm still, a, I'm still a knife guy. Those guys, I don't know how they did that. And by the way, my bayonet would have been about... Forty feet long. <laughs> Can somebody help me carry my bayonet? <laughs> I'm like getting it stuck on like branches as we're trying to go Be through the woods, swinging it above your head. <laughs> Damn it, Wood! What are you doing? Hey, you laugh now, but when we get into it, I'll be able to stick that guy from way far away. Friday, Deciembre Uno, the year of our Lord. Uh, English, please. December first. Thank you. 2023. Good God. Deciembre uno. Okay. Or they would say uno de deciembre. Right. Everyone else in the world does it backwards. Right. When it comes to... Well, I guess if we're going to talk about it, let's be real here. Come on. The rest of the world actually makes sense. Right, because they do day, month, year. Versus us going month, day, year. You know, we got our own things going on over here in the good old US of A, and I ain't going to change it now. Now, you know me. I'm red, white, and blue to the core. Hell yeah, you are. But there are like three things where I'm like, eh. Maybe everyone else has got to figure it out. Where you where you stand on the metric system? The metric system is the big one for me. That you it just that, makes more sense. It makes so much sense. And usually America does it the easy way. And I and I say that for like making it like ease of use. Right. 
we're, we're a simple people, right? We are. Very simple. Like, you go to other cultures and things like that. They do things, like, really hard just because that's how they always done it. Here in the great states of the United States. We streamline. We got a lot to do, man. We're a busy folk. That's why I, it blows my mind how we're like, oh, there's... I, Again, was it like five thousand three hundred and sixty feet in a, a, a yard <laughs> in a, or well, a, a mile or something? Yes, would five thousand three hundred sixty feet in a, in a yard? It'd be a lot easier. If it's just like, hey, ten, one hundred, one thousand. No, I know, Boom, I done. know, I know. That I'm on board with. We might get there at some point. The only problem is to get that. I have to like kiss the ring of a king or a queen or something, and well, add the hell with all that. Well, speaking of the metric system and metric tools and such. Got a flat on the old Volkswagen yesterday when I was picking my son up from school. And I'm guessing that car does use the metric system it since it is a foreign car. It does use the metric system. And it was, so I didn't want to embarrass my son, right, by getting out in front of all his friends and changing a flat tire. That's just something you can't bounce back from as a middle schooler. Why is that embarrassing? I don't know, because it just because kids are cruel, and they're getting crueler by the year, thanks to YouTube. Oh, sorry. Your dad knows how to do something and well, I actually take care of business. I actually brought my son out. I said, here, I'm going to show you how to change a tire real quick, because he's never had to do it before. And you know how to do it, too? I don't, I don't want to change a tire, dude. I've driven junk cars my entire life. That's a fair point. I change, I change a tire a month, it seems like. In my face. But it was funny, because I was like, so my son gets in the car, he's like, Dad, it looks like your front tire's low. And I was like, okay, we'll run by Quick Trip, get some air, and figure it out. And it was like, I was like, oh, no, she's flat. Oh, that's, that's real low. I must have run over a nail or something in the parking lot or whatever. I was going to say, how did you get there without noticing? I don't know. I couldn't find anything in the tire, though. The tires need to be replaced anyway. But So I was like, all right, well, let's pull into a parking spot. We'll wait till all the kids leave so no one makes fun of you. Because my son already gets bullied. They're just looking for ammunition. I don't know. Maybe they looked over and saw Vinny change that tire. Like, hey, hey, you know what? That guy knows what's going on. That kid's going places. Yeah, he's got a you know manly thing going. But that's a skill every person should have, right? You should know how to change a tire. Well, yeah, just for the fact of you never want to get stranded. Well, and the, the bolts on the tire were rusty as sin, mm. and so I was like, oh no, like I don't have all I have is the tools that came with the car. Which are never like good tools. Well, right? they're they're usually made for lightweight and just right. minimum use. So I was so I had the I had the uh, wrench on the on the nut on the tire, and I had to like get up on the wrench, like like I've seen that, it. yeah. And I was like jumping on it to try and get it. But I told my son, I was like, "This is what happens. Like you don't you know you don't touch these things for years, and they rust and they corrode and everything else. Ooh, and years, they, man. Yeah, rotate and balance them things every now ah, and then, man. Let them ride." All right, now we're starting to figure out why that tire went flat. Put a bald spot on the inside. Well, no, I mean, I, I have them rotate my tires when I... Actually, on the Tiguan, I haven't had them rotate the tires. But anyway. Tiguan. So I was like, dang it, I don't feel like doing this. So anyway, got it done. Got the... So I had to ride up here today on a donut. Ooh. And you know I got an hour drive into work. I was I was praying to sweet Lord. I guess, and I've I grew up here, and I never had any idea that this is the time of year when people like... Their tires go flat, like they get their winter tires on, all that kind of stuff. It is hard as hell. I called one tire place. They're like, yeah, we can get you in December 10th. Ooh. I was like, what the hell? What if it's an emergency? Man, that is interesting. I know. And I was like, God, dang. I went to another tire place. It was, there wasn't even an open spot in their parking lot. Now, how donut-y are we talking? This is- it's, not, it's actually not that bad. Okay. That's why I risked it. Because it's about the same size as one of my normal tires. It's a little smaller. Because they have like the one donut tire that's like the size of a button. <laughs> right. It's, it's pretty much like <laughs> get to a gas station labeled on it. <laughs> right. Because this bad boy's going to pop off in about eight seconds. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not that. If it was that bad, I would have called in sick today. Because there are some full size, you know, 
Spare tires. Yeah. No, this it was close, but I was just like, golly, it's hard to get a tire these days. So immediately after work today, I'm going to a tire shop, and I'm just going to leave my car there and be like, dude, can you just get to this at some point? They, and now i got to buy four new tires. There is one thing that sucks buying, and it's tires. Oh, because it's just not a sexy purchase. Well, and yeah, you're just like, oh, great. Hooray. Well, I guess my car will stop and it keeps my family safe. But other than that, well, well, yay. I'll, be, I'll be honest, headed into winter, it was probably time for me to get new tires. Like these, you know, I, I'm that car gets, uh, what, 500 miles a week on it at minimum. Yeah. So it's it's lugging the, you know, it's it's put to the test. And yeah, and it, it, of course, we're entering that time of year where you need to be careful. Oh, it just all. sucks. Like I, I, did, I just wasn't planning on spending that money. Never really are. And it's a four-wheel drive. <laughs> oh. So I got to buy four new tires. All-wheel drive or four-wheel drive? I, I don't know. Same thing. Well, no. If all, well, How many wheels does your car have? Six? All right, but you can still turn it from like two-wheel drive to four-wheel drive. That's the difference in a four-wheel drive. No, this all-wheel is drive, they're on all the time. Full-time four-wheel drive, brother. Right. That's a Volkswagen Tinguad. You watch your mouth and show it a little respect. Well, I'm just saying... But it was it was a uh, it was a, a scene outside of my son's school yesterday. But How long did you have to wait for everyone to empty out to go ahead about and do that? Twenty five minutes. I cannot imagine. And I was my dad ever given a hell about how my feelings and things. <laughs> well, okay, so he I wasn't going to sit there and burn twenty minutes just so I could, you know. I my, yeah, I give you credit. My son gets bullied a lot, and I know that kids will look for anything. To bully a kid. I'm telling you, he's just got to punch somebody I've told right him, in the face. I told him that. I told him, I was like, Vinny, and, and I don't condone violence or anything like that, but some kids got it coming. If you're treating my son like dirt, you got a fresh one coming for you. And I tell him that, and he's like, well, I'm going to get beat up. I was like, yes, that may happen. It happens. It's like, your dad's been beat up many, many times. I, I didn't tell him I never want to fight because I still want to have a little respect for my right. son. But I was like, son, I've been on the end, I've been on the receiving end of a beating many times. And guess what? You get over it. You just armadillo up. Yep. And guess what? They'll 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 back off. But yeah, you pop a bully in the nose. Guess what? You'll find right. an easier target next time. Yeah, you may lose that one. And but that, you'll that, find somebody else. That's what I've told him. Like, son, it's not like in the movies where you throw a punch and the guy goes down. You throw a punch, you you may miss, it may hit wrong, and he's coming at you with full force. I was about to say, especially if you're teaching him. Oh, oh, yeah. From the side. Like, <laughs> now you want you want to hit him with a limp wrist so that you don't hurt yourself. You come at him like this with your hands behind your head and you, 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 you slap. I call this the scorpion. <laughs> and then you show him your nails. <laughs> and then at this point in time, you turtle up. <laughs> this poor kid is gonna get his ass whooped. <laughs> Protect your face. Your onions. <laughs> anyway, so that was my evening, sir. <laughs> I was I felt terrible yesterday. I don't know what it was. My sweet little baby girl had a dentist appointment, sat through a baby root canal is what they called it. Yeah, a baby root canal. I, I don't know. I, we it. may have been told a, a bill of goods. I don't know. Just pull that bad boy out. Got that done. Came on. I just felt awful. And I even told my wife, I said, I'm, I'm going to bed. We ate early. And it was like 530. I was like, I'm going Damn. to bed. Damn. I was like, my wife told me, go take a shower. Showers always help me feel better. I took a shower. I felt worse getting out of the shower. (laughs) You know what it is, Wood? You've been running at such a high level for so long. The system told you. I'm serious, dude. You've been, people don't know the stress that you're going through right now. And I think that's partly it. I was just like, I'm I'm just run down. And like I said, last night's football game was apparently a great one. I woke up this morning. I'm like, oh, crap. That actually was a really good game. I don't. I, I didn't mind it. In fact, I woke up at midnight feeling awful. I thought I was going to call in sick. 
Whoa. My wife was in our bedroom. I woke up at midnight. I said, what time is it? Midnight. I said, I feel awful. And she just looked me down the eye. And she goes, what's work? I said, you're right, baby girl. I'm going to go in and get Kelly sick. I'm going to go ahead and get another three hours of sleep, and I'm going to bounce back. And sure enough, here I am. And you look fantastic. Yeah, if I throw up in the 6 o'clock hour, though, just that's fine. push me in the chair out the door. At least you showed up. That's what you got to do. Show up and glow up, I say. Watch out now. What does that sound? Oh, oh, something's feeding back through here. I think it's coming through your end. No, no. What, what the heck? Mute, mute me. On that thing. Oh, God, I've been begging to mute you for my entire life. <laughs> Dude, I'll mute you right now. Hey. What's going to happen when I go to Tennessee? Go to, you got to mute my microphone on the on the computer on it, your side. It's muted on both. Why? Am I, am I feeding, feeding back? back. That, uh, never that never happens. happens. All right. Well, All right. I don't know what you want me to do, man. I don't know. All right. Well, okay, I, I need this, though. Okay. All right, I think we're good now. Something's weird over there. Well, engineering's going to have our A in a sling <laughs> after this. Well, we don't need this on video anyway. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do history right here. So, I don't know what was going on there. Nothing's different on my side. <laughs> you going to say anything? Always <laughs> blaming the wood. No, that's not true. Come on, let's do some history, Wood. Come on. Let's get on track here. It was on this day in 1885. I drink Dr. Pepper, don't you see? Cause it's the perfect taste for me Original taste, you know It's making peppers everywhere Dr. Pepper was served for the first time in Waco, Texas Okay Now I believe, and you can fix me if I'm wrong here I believe they called it Dr. Pepper because it was like a medicinal drink Right, well all of them were yeah. all, all soft drinks used to be medicinal That's why Coca-Cola had cocaine in it Cause like, hey, you feeling down? Blast off with this Coca-Cola. And so they called it Dr. Pepper in order to kind of even be more outstanding in it. Now it's stuck around, of course. There is no soda on earth that'll give you as bad of breath as Dr. Pepper will. I drink Dr. Pepper in here every morning. I know, and I've been meaning to talk to you about your wow. breath. Wow. I've been meaning to talk You're to you about You're out of your mind. No, you don't have bad breath. But say. Dr. Pepper will give you the worst breath in the world. And I don't know if it's those 23 herbs and spices or what it is, but... That's 23 flavors, oh. you boom. Herbs and spices are the chicken. Is there 23 of them? <laughs> I think it's only eight. Oh. Or 11? I put 23 on mine. It's very salty. It's like, well, <laughs> it's super salty chicken if you come to my house. Uh, it was on this day. Oh, we should, in 1981. This is a very unique virus because even if you block its ability to replicate, it also has the unique ability to hide or live within the cells. In 1981, the AIDS virus was officially recognized. That's, does every medical guy sound like Fauci? That was Fauci. Get out of here. No, that was Anthony Fauci from 1981. So was that 42 years ago? Is this that right? It was a hot minute. Wow. That dude was still doing the same thing. All right. What a, just what a crazy time that was. Like this AIDS virus is going on mm-hmm. and like everyone's freaking out. No one. Have you ever seen the movie? You probably haven't. I think it's called And the Band Played On. No. And it's about when they first discovered the, like the HIV virus that causes AIDS or whatever it was. Can't believe I didn't watch it. Well, no, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, Alan Alda's in it. You know it's a hit. Oh, all right, there we go. I'm back in. But no, it's about how like these two different labs discovered this thing, but because they were fighting over who was going to announce it first, it was like a year before they told the public about it. Oh, thanks, guys. So it was just, no, that's what the movie's about. And so it's, the, the virus is just spreading and they know about it, but because they all wanted credit for it, they didn't tell anybody. Now that sounds like the government. Oh, 100% mm. is. How about this? In 1989. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows 
song. 1989, Christmas Vacation was released in theaters. Best Christmas movie there is. Oh, it's so good. To date myself, I went and saw it in the theater. Ooh. With my friend Tim Wones. The only friend I had growing up, Tim Wones. I've got that on DVD, Blu-ray, and uh, digital. Everywhere, yep. I, I don't know what's going to happen, Fallout, whatever. I think I, yeah. I'll be watching it every Christmas Eve. I think I got a cassette tape of the soundtrack somewhere. That's a, that's, <laughs> save that one. Uh, all right, let's do a couple of birthdays real quick, Wood, and then we'll move on to more important issues. Mm. Celebrating a birthday today. Can it be that calls me to this place today? This lawless car ballet? What can it be? Sarah Silverman, it's her birthday today. That's Sarah Silverman? Yeah, she was in uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, that's right. She was the young she little girl. She played McSweets or whatever her name yeah, was. Yeah, I, mm, I don't know. She seems mean to me. She does, actually. She's, and I don't know why. I, I, she, I watched her in uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, the, the Jerry Seinfeld show thing, mm-hmm. and I was just like, wow, she's unlikable. Well, I wonder if it's because she's very dry. You know, and it maybe could, it just doesn't come across that, right to that me. That whiny voice and all that stuff. But she's got to be, I'm going to say 49. Oh, man. And that's the thing. She looks so much younger than what she is. You're way off on that. What did you say, 49? 49. I thought that was actually high. She's 53. Really? Yeah. She looks so young for her age. She's got a good moisturizing routine. Good for her. Here's another one for you, Wood, celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> Sound quality. <laughs> awfully insulting to her. No. I like this is my song to you, Wood. When I was in elementary school, my principal died, and then they played this song. Oh God. I haven't I every time I hear that song, I think about Mr. Hopper Man. dying. S- well, salute. Kind of messes me up. That's that's pretty tragic, dude. Tell me about it. When I was in fifth grade, my teacher died. Mm-hmm. And that was very sad. Did they play Bette Midler? No, they didn't. Although, they, oh no, I was about to say something so inappropriate. Don't you oh my dare! God, I was going to say something so. I know you like Bette Midler in that way, but she's. Uh, I'm going to say she's 76 today. Oh, you're close, my friend, but not close enough to get the ding. <laughs> off this week. She's 78 today. Really? Okay. Yeah, she's 78. I have. D- does she even do anything anymore? I don't know. You don't really see her around much. Like the last thing I saw is like she cloned her dog like six times. And that was a little freaky. That is a little freaky. Yeah. Uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well. 